Good evening, I'm Bryce McClay, and welcome to Outside the House, the unofficial Big Brother After Show. The final three, Nicole, Cody, and Enzo, worked together, competed against one another, and one-upped each other for 85 days inside the Big Brother house. But tonight, it came down to a final HOH competition, a final vote, and a final blindside to complete an otherwise predictable season. So... Who took home the half-million-dollar grand prize? We'll find out soon enough. But first, let's eavesdrop on the Outside the House team. First up, as always, is Rachel Swindler. I can see you winding up there. Yeah, I was. I don't know what I was really thinking. Damn, look at that. Right. Guns, guns. Sorry. Okay, sorry, I just had a moment. You're not going to lose your Second Amendment. Wow. Actually, there's nothing there. So. And... Um, are you excited? I'm so excited. I it's can't. Our last I show, can't. Rachel. Come on. I, Put some pep in your stuff. And I just can't hide it. Okay. Anyways, that was <laughs> And so say hello to Mark Herman. I, it's, it's not the same effect. You know, let's just move on from, <laughs> yeah, from no. guns to done. We, yeah. Uh, Mark. Oh, wow. Mark, Mark, yeah. You, all right. Wait, I wrote wait, the wait, segue wait. tonight. Wait, wait, wait. Mark, are you sick? Are you ill? Uh, I'm, I'm getting over a cold. Uh, I, I tested negative, so I officially have NOVID. Um, but <laughs> okay. no, okay, nice. great. Nice. At least, but at least I, we're going to get I'm germs good. through this, through the screens. All right. Before we get started, yeah. even though we're at the end of our first season, I would like to still encourage everyone watching to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. The more subscribers, the better chance we have to make a bigger and better show when we return for BB 23, which is coming hopefully next summer. COVID be damned. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so if you'd rather listen than watch, just open Spotify or Apple Podcasts and search Outside the House. Then click the subscribe button and please rate and review us. Finally, follow us on socials for all off-season content at From Outside the House on Instagram and Outside BB House on Twitter. All right, we're ending our inaugural season on a high note. That's because tonight's guest appears to be living nine different lives. You know her as one of America's favorite house guests from BB21, but outside the house, she is a full-time conspiracy theorist, lifestyle expert, and the host of the Conspire Away Bitches podcast. Please welcome Kat Dunn. Hey, hey. I feel like I should be flexing my muscles. You that's should. what everyone else is doing. You, you can but do that. But they're covered. I didn't want to flex too hard, so I was like, you know. And I, mean, I had the and same I, problem. And I, I don't want to brag, but Dr. Detroit has already said Kat and Rachel on the same show, pinch me please, because <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> yes. Well, you guys just went live right before that. this, right? Yes, we had to drive the traffic. Oh, that was mm -hmm. great. You guys yeah. drove it like straight. It was like it was like Fast and the Furious right now because you've like so much Twitter Twitter traffic and and I'm assuming I don't know I'm not watching this, but I think we have a lot of people that are watching this right now. So that's great. Yeah, we have sixty. Yeah, oh, are, are, a lot more than we normally have. Yeah. So that's great. Thank that's you. for sure. Yeah. All right, let's everyone. Y'all had Julie Chin come on a couple weeks ago, which was crazy. We did. True. I think yeah. only like ten thousand people. But we did. That. That's so. wild. That's wild. <laughs> but we didn't go live with that one. So because yeah. to protect her, we didn't go live. We uh, we. Ooh, you I, know, it, I, I hope that if she comes back, we can go live. I mean, I would also like to be protected, please. Oh, well, oh, yeah. All right, I'll stop the stream girl. right now. Yeah, you literally call people on your podcast and tell them when you're recording, like when they, after they answer the phone, you say you're recording. <laughs> I know, like, by the way, you're on the Yeah, hey, yeah I, also go, I also go Instagram live drunk, like on a regular basis during quarantine, yeah, which is a toxic trait of mine. But um, <laughs> that's a toxic trait of mine too. <laughs> but I don't go live. Can you I'll guys do that more often? Out, to, I'll tweet out something no, randomly. I can't. <laughs> I cannot afford to do it more often. My liver does well, not want did it. You see, My family does not want it. 
You saw all the muscles, so you're you're protected here yeah. too. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. protected. Yeah, we'll protect you, Kat. Don't worry. All right, Rachel's let's get started yeah. with a big congratulations to Cody for being crowned the winner of Big Brother All Stars. Cody's road to victory began on day one when he won the first HOH competition and was part of the formation of the most successful alliance in Big Brother history, the committee. Cody ties Cat's former conspir conspir conspirator. Jackson Mickey for the most competition wins in the 22 seasons of the game, which is eight, including part, including the final HOH competition, not to mention due to his incredible social game, Cody never once touched the block and Cody is by far the most deserving of the win, but I want to know what you guys thought of it. Were you surprised cat? Um, the biggest surprise of the night was when Cody cut Nicole Franzel. That yes. was unexpected. Yes. And that was like, and I'm, like and also i'm somebody who um and i've, I've publicly said this way too much so i can't really retract my statements but i thought nicole was gonna win tonight before <laughs> of course like going in um whether i wanted that or not i thought she was um and it was really shocking to me that cody cut her going into the final two um because they're good friends outside of this uh their parents are friends and i know that there's like a difference between personal and game but you kind of like to you kind of keep the person that you like, and I just felt like this whole season has been so predictable, so boring. I was expecting the most boring outcome. So absolutely. Um, yeah. so well, do you think that they going back to what you just said? Do you think that they will like this will be forgiven because it kind of seems like not just with Nicole and Cody, but we saw like in the jury, and we can get into this a little bit later. But like just right off the right off the bat here, do you think that all these other sort of rifts in the house will be able to be patched up? in the future or like Devon and Nicole um, maybe or so okay so season 21 <laughs> like okay so after my season after we got off the show we were like kind of known as like one of the like closest seasons after Big Brother like because Tommy you know of course I'll know Tommy he did such a great job at like keeping us all together and like kind of like keeping like the the love of the gay you know like it was just it was all kind of like kumbaya whatever um well fast forward a couple months and at the end of the day like you're all kind of cast to be on that show for conflict purposes for drama for whatever and sometimes you're not meant to get along with people so um so yeah so now like nobody like a year later nobody from bb21 like keeps in touch barely because um sometimes we're just not it's just like like we're all like i mean i don't know how to say this and not sound bad <laughs> but like everyone that is cast on big brother like i think that like whenever they um whenever you like take your like personality tests and your psych tests and stuff and whatnot i think you like i think everyone's like a little bit narcissistic a little bit selfish a little bit like whatever like no one's there to make friends and yeah. even though it's nice to have those friends in the house, um, when they kind of feel all shaken out, you kind of start thinking like, wait, why am I going to be friends with these people that, you know, I don't know. Is that bad? Is that bitter? I hate to say that. No, oh, it, no. it's not. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm a bitter person, but Kat, yeah. I can 100% relate with you on that. It's, it's a... Uh, why are you laughing, Bryce? <laughs> because Rachel, Rachel, I mean, I just, I, I'm not laughing. I'm, I just, I Why just love it because, because you love, well, I just love that you are, you really give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You've been so amazing this season. You're like, I, I do not want to talk. I like all these people getting out of the house. You, you feel for them. You really do. And so it's just like, I know that there's a conflict though, because I kind of feel like, you know, there is, I mean, there has to be, there has to there, be hard there feelings, is conflict, you know, I mean, regardless, I've never been in the house, obviously not. You don't like, want to be in the house. 
Right. I mean, you I'm want just, to be outside I, the I, house. You want yeah. to be outside the house. Okay. okay. I think I, big, big brother is great. Big brother was great. Uh, you know, it was a it was a life goal of mine. It's great exposure. I mean, it gives you a lot of great things. But yeah, it is difficult. I feel like to come outside the house and <laughs> um, to you know everybody to to get along in the in the long run. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's no, it's, for it, sure. they're not meant to. Like they're not going to cast a bunch of people that are going to get along. So, yeah, I, well, I exactly. I mean, there, that just that just happens regardless. Rachel, I do want to like going piggybacking over what I asked Kat. It's like we saw sort of that Bailey kind of owning up to the thing. She's like, I've always been straight with Tyler. My relationship with them. Like, do you think that they will patch this up, or is this like oh, yeah. is it just a no go? Yeah, and I know you've asked me a lot, a lot about this. You know, with with you know Bailey and Tyler, and I mean, I I think they're gonna patch things up. Yeah. I mean, and if they don't, then it is what it is. Maybe Bailey can't move past certain stuff. Maybe you know Tyler can't. I don't know. It's their personal relationship yeah. to figure out between them two. Um, so we'll just have to see how it goes with them. Um, sometimes, sure. sometimes things that happen in the house and history, it's, it's hard to get past. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Well, so leave it to Big Brother to bring the final and only blind side of the season on finale night. Yeah. Nicole, with, Nicole was clipped by no. Cody, yeah. becoming the ninth member of the jury. So Rachel, I want to know what you thought about that. Mm. Were you excited? I was, uh, yeah, I was excited because it was finally something um that was unexpected like you said i mean expect the unexpected we've been been expecting the expected all season long so finally we get this moment um where he cuts nicole and it was um you know i mean i felt for her you know because getting cut by a friend is always the worst uh, and being blindsided <laughs> but <laughs> do you have uh, you know what i'm like I don't know what it, I do. I know what it's like. Um, so yeah, it's very difficult. So I felt for her in that, in that regard. Um, she was very close to almost being a two-time winner. I think had it been between Nicole and Cody and Nicole had won that final HOH, we could have possibly seen a Nicole win. For sure. It was really close. And I then also, oh, Devon no, also said, well, Devon also said to Julie, uh, when Julie was asked, I think she asked her, like, who are you expecting to see walk out? And Devon even said, well, if they're smart, we're going to see Nicole. So that kind of showed us that maybe the jury was swaying towards if Nicole was in the final two, she would have gotten the vote. So I don't know. Well, I told because because Kat, I was thinking. I mean, as as these guys know, I mean, I'm basically the president <laughs> of the Franzel fan club. I mean, I like. I mean, seen I was you. Listen, I don't, I like, I'm not as impressed with her gameplay this season. I just, I'm not going to regurgitate all this again for the listeners. But basically, I think that she made, I think that Cody made the right decision by far. And Kat, you were saying oh, the same sure. thing on your podcast. You were like, if she gets to the final two, she is a former winner. She was never really on anyone's radar. She could make a case. And that's a huge thing. So I think Cody saw right through that. Now, what I do, what I would want to know, I mean, which we'll never know, but it would be interesting to know if Nicole was ever, you know, had she won it, she could have, she almost won the final HOH. She was very mm -hmm. close to winning. It wasn't like it was a, just a, a steamroll. I would want to know if she would have done the same thing that Cody did. I think she said that she was going to, but you never know. Like at the end of the day, like, are we really going to get a truthful answer? I'm well, no, really and there. now no. she'll never say, now she'll say, I would <laughs> never cut him. I would never, I mean, because why would she ever admit that, you know? It's exactly. Like, uh, I did tell no Mark, way. I did text Mark and I said, if she does not vote for Cody, 
after what he said to her and after his explanation, I was gonna I was gonna resign as the president. Really? Oh, I, that's the he thing. did. That's the drama I wanted. I wanted it to be like completely unanimous, but only Nicole. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be so. That would be so. That would have been a awesome. level of petty. Sorry, that I, I yeah. want. I can't oh, focus because people think I'm naked, and so I can't. I am not naked. This is this is an orange. It's an orange shirt, guys. Okay, it's a freaking shirt. But is there a way to like add tips though? Like, like yeah. You know, just, like, yeah I mean, and I'll and take, there I'll are multiple people. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Post your video. I'll get naked if y'all. Oh my god! Everyone, <laughs> they're gonna start taking off their clothes if you don't. If you okay. don't hurry up, just just pat like somebody. Can we can we monetize yet, Mark? Is that? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting close. Only fans dropping soon. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like wish you were. Like wish you were though. But what do you guys think about that? They, what What do you think of Cody's explanation to Nicole about how? Uh, do you think? I mean, that you gotta you gotta respect him for that for sure. So Cody did a great job for something that I noticed that I feel like he was intentionally calling out people that maybe he wasn't sure necessarily if he had their vote or maybe he thought that maybe they were like a little bit of a swing vote, um, and he was like calling them out as a way to like give them credit for their game. Like he called out in one of his answers, he called out Ian about how like he had to get rid of Ian because he knew that Ian was a threat. Like he was very, he was stroking their ego about their gameplay yeah. as he was like kind of like making his own case. And I did that for Ian, and I think he might have also done it for Davon. Um, I can't remember, but it was, but he kind, of, but like same thing with with Nicole. Like he was making, he was doing such a great job of while he was like making all of his points he was also stroking their egos and being like oh but you were such a good player i had to get rid of you which did he really think that i don't know but i'm sure it, it played into their um you know they, they, they i'm sure that they felt like oh he was threatened by me like okay yeah. like he's so oh. smart oh so, my god i don't know rachel, I really rachel how did you feel I agree. I thought that Cody was so articulate and everything that he was saying, he was so well-spoken. He explained all of his moves and everything so impeccable. And, and it's like he didn't even skip a beat. He was just like, boom, 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 boom. This is what I did, boom, 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 boom. And everybody was just like, eh, well, yeah, he's got a point. You know, I mean, it's like you, there, were, there was no room for, well, yeah, I don't know about, I mean, except for that one moment with Christmas when she went. <laughs> Well, like he said something. He said something about Christmas and Christmas. I wish like, looked like she wanted. She looked like she wanted to run him down with her. And, and then when she like, cast she her was... vote, when she cast her vote, she was like, "I don't agree with everything that he said." And I was like, "Well, we know what you didn't agree with." Because <laughs> but which I found that to be really funny. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I thought Cody did a great job articulating himself, and yes, he's stroking their egos and saying, you know, you you're a great player, and and I had to get you out because of how great you were. You know, I, I, that's such a uh, really, and I think that Cody actually means it. I know it might seem like strategy, but I think Cody is actually maybe, maybe. he means it. I don't is know. It, or maybe like it's strategy. really that threatened by like? There's two winners, Ian and Nicole, and like he was really that threatened by Ian, and he, then he's like like almost bringing Nicole. Like it's like hmm, I don't know. Yeah. But Ian well, is yeah, that is interesting. Wrong. That is interesting because the logic there doesn't. I mean, if he was going to clip her, I feel like that is a little bit interesting in his logic there because why wouldn't he? I mean, I guess Nicole is someone that he had a final two with, so that would be yeah. the justification. But it is interesting that 
he thought of getting rid of Ian so quick. Like he, Ian was always on his radar, but I think Ian was on other people's radars too. Nicole really never was. But let's talk about the final vote, nine to zero. He's the first. He is the. He is the only the second person to yeah. win a perfect game. The only other Cody time Diesling. Philly mentioned was yeah, which was Dan <laughs> Diesling. So Mark, were you surprised at that vote? Um, I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, I would the the petty part of me was kind of hoping for a little bit of drama there. Um, you know, Dr. Detroit asked, you know, did Cody deserve a unanimous vote though? Not one vote for Enzo, yo. And I just gotta say it is what it is, yo. It is yeah. what it is. And it's too you know, early, I, yo. Too early. Yeah. <laughs> and well, okay, so what if it was think the, about it? Do you think he would have had a perfect game had it been Nicole and Nicole and Cody? No. 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 Who would have voted for unanimous. Nicole then? Who would have voted for Yeah, Nicole? I think Ian would have Christmas. for Nicole. Ian. Ian. Yeah. Ian would have voted. Christmas? Ian I think might have. I think yeah. had, okay, let's just say Nicole won the final HOH. Yeah, she won it and she brought Cody. Okay. I I and then I think so, Nicole had a shot of winning for sure. I, I think Cody still would have won, but I think it would have been more like I don't know who would have voted for her, but I'm just trying to think. I know Ian would. Maybe I, like, Dan- I mean maybe Danny, maybe. But but they also, no, you know what? Danny I feel for I, sure voting for Cody. I feel like they would have looked at her like she was an idiot for taking yeah. Cody. Oh, like they yeah. would have been like, "Oh, she's an idiot. We're voting for Cody." <laughs> so, I mean, that I I straight up so I take back what I said. I think I just I think maybe yeah. she would have got one, two votes, but Cody would have slayed that all the way. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Okay, well, le- well, well. Then at the very end of the episode, the real woman of the hour took the center stage when Devon won America's favorite player o- with over one million votes. So, how happy are you guys? I was really hoping Devon was going to win AFP. Um, she wasn't necessarily like. So I, I have like my own personal favorites, um, and I wouldn't say she's like one of my personal like favorites that I like stand. Like for instance, I'm an Ian Terry stand. I love Janelle. I love Casey. Yes. But I feel like as far as like what I look for in an AFP is someone that is uh, super entertaining. They're 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 relatable to the audience. They're also there like they're they have more of a purpose than to just play the game. Um, like a lot. Like she checked all the boxes of what I wanted an AFP to be. So of course like that's Devon who had my vote, and I also tweeted in her. Um, in support of her often. Um, but yeah, so I was super excited to see that. And also the other thing about Devon winning AFP, so she's like the most memed contestant in Big Brother, um, besides like maybe Brittany Haynes. Like there, it's like people always use Devon memes and it blew my mind that she's never been AFP before for as recognizable as she is like on the internet. Um, so I thought yeah. it was much well, des- I thought it was well deserved. Who was, I wonder who was in 18. I'm trying to think of who was the, uh, maybe, J- oh, James, I think won AFP. James. I think, oh, James but did. But that oh, seems yeah. odd too. Uh, Rachel, how excited were you when Devon won? I was so excited for her. I mean, her reaction was everything. I didn't really tweet out exactly who I was voting for because. Probably smart I mean, because they annihilated yeah. me. Yeah. Annihilated I, I, me. I, I, I don't, okay. don't want to deal with it. I, and I, you know I what? Thought, I thought that everyone was doing it. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. And then everyone was like. <laughs> Uh, like, I was like, what, oh shit! I did not realize this is a thing. What, but uh, but I I you know Tyler's from my season, so of course I support him. I mean, honestly, my mm-hmm. votes were split between the three 
three people, Janelle, Davon, and Tyler. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, I'm, I mean, you know me, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. I'm always, I ain't trying to get no drama. I'm just trying to be like, hey, everybody's cool. Um, I'm like an Enzo, I'm like an Enzo. So I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just splitting my votes between three people. I'm not gonna be all gun ho yeah. about one person. So I just tried to be as fair as possible with my votes, you know? I mean, I know everybody wanted Davon to win. So I was like, I'm gonna give her some of my votes because I do think as a single mother and you know what, we've gotten to know her. She's this is her third season. You know, we've gotten to know her we know her story and her journey. So, and she's been on MTV. I mean, she's been on so much reality television. We know her by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think definitely she, and she brought conversation, you know, she brought in the national conversation, which was happening. And I mean, I know that that's kind of, you know, not necessarily what big brother's about or whatever, but I think that it was really important for them to have those conversations and for her to bring them to light. She was really the one that was pushing those conversations. And I think it, it really bodes well for the big brother community as a whole that were they were able to then, you know, really rally behind her and say, okay, this is who we want as our AFP. We obviously mm-hmm. didn't get the season of all stars that we wanted. I mean, <laughs> don't at me, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't know that it's, yeah, it may not be exactly, <laughs> but so I do want to say, I had, I thought there was no chance that Enzo was going to be in the final two, but Rachel, you originally picks, picked Enzo to win. Actually, let's take a look. Win. At who, well, let's take a look yeah, at who's going to tape. And I predicted who would win Big Brother All-Stars. We're going to, we're going to roll a tape so you can see, Kat. Wow. Earlier, earlier okay. on the Secret Alliance podcast, I did say Enzo and Bailey, but I don't think that they'll make it to the final two together. I just think that one of them is going to make it into that final two chair. But, but I do, I, I think it could be maybe a Tyler Enzo. I'm not sure. Or maybe even an Enzo Nicole Franzel. I think that the the little the alliances are going to get broken up. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the the Enzo and the and the Cody and the Nicole and the Danny. So I think it's going to be somebody in that four core alliance that's going to be sitting in the final two. But I'm going to pick Enzo for now. You no, know, I, I think Ian's got a, a pretty good shot at it. You know, and and I think if there is going to be a first back to back or a, a two time winner, I think he he definitely deserves it. There's also something to be said about the person who f- wins the first competition. I don't know why that is the case, but for some reason they always go far. Yeah, as you mentioned, Tyler won his first competition in your season, got second. Last year, Mickey won the first competition and won the game. Yep. And in 18, Franza won and won the game. So that's it, true. There's something, true. There's something with that. And I don't know why. So I re- so I also think with that logic, I think Cody is going to go far too. And Bryce wins. We were, we were yeah, so wait. much tanner then. Was Rachel <laughs> naked I then I too? I look really good in that video. Were what you, happened? Rachel, you know? Were naked you naked in that video, Rachel? <laughs> no, it, it was a downed angle. So I look really good. We're going to have to prop that up again. Well, Rachel, someone in the comments said that you look even sexier now. So, Oh, thank God. Thank wow. you. All right. Cool. I feel well, like I just... look worse after Big Brother season. It ages me. It's like after oh with the God. president is for after four years of being the president, you like, <laughs> no, not being so like, like I'm, yeah, like I'm Obama. Like, you know, where it's like he started his reign <laughs> and he was like so fresh faced and like, uh, like supple. And then like, then like, that's what after his, after his presidency. I've yeah. Never like, after, heard his, after his presidency, he's just like, he like, he's still, you know, he's still like a, you know, still good, but he like looked worn and that's me. Well, Kat, who did you predict to win? Like, who did you I think predict, was going to win? Uh, not to brag, but I did predict that Cody was going to win. 
Um, okay. I know, but it's not necessarily that I'm the mastermind that you all think I am, <laughs> even though I am learning more. <laughs> but um, I, so when I was preparing for this season, you know, I had planned to do my whole podcast and everything. Um, you know, me and Derek Lavasser are pretty good friends. And um, I was calling him a lot, asking him for advice on like, okay, like what, like, like, you know, I'm not a super fan of this show. I was like, but like, who, like, what do you think of this person's game? I hear that they're rumored to be on, or this person's game, I hear that they're rumored to be on. So he was kind of like telling me like, okay, well, this is what you have to know about this person. This is what you have to know about this person. So of course he was in my ear telling me all this good stuff about Cody. So I was like, oh, well, Cody's a slam dunk winner. So a little, I was a little, um, I, I guess I was like, you know, like when you're like fed information that like is yeah. like clearly biased to a certain winner. Yeah, um, that was yeah. me. You're a little but naive all, to, to him. Yeah. No, no I think naive. I mean, I will well, not naive, right? but I'm just saying that like, like all because it was. Uh, I remember I was about to launch. Uh, I think it was like my second or third podcast episode, and it was called. BB twenty two is conspiring against us, and it was um, all because they hadn't they hadn't uh, released the cast list yet. So basically, I went through all the rumored cast members, and I was kind of giving like a breakdown of their gameplay. But I didn't want to sound like an idiot, so I asked uh, Derek, I asked McCray, I asked I think maybe James Ryan, like a couple of, like ex people that know about more about the game than I do, what they thought. So I kind of got a little bit of their bias on my predictions, which ended up yeah. paying off because then Cody won. So. Um, no, but it wasn't it wasn't great. my brain behind that at all. Yeah. Was, I was just kind of well, like, do, okay, whatever. I do think that we did get a re because I even that in that video, I was like, I don't know why that is the case with the with the first time HOH winner, but we did hear kind of from Kaser, which is which made sense and he gave us some logic, which was basically that when you win that first HOH, you basically have everybody at your feet. So there's really you have all the power and and because no there's it's a blank slate. So you're kind of setting the tone for the rest of the season, mm -hmm. um, may, maybe un, unbeknownst or maybe not even un, maybe unwillingly. But I did find that really interesting because I've always thought that. I've always thought, why are these first time, the people that win the first HOH? And then that's always a question that like Entertainment Tonight asks all the house guests before they go in. Do you want to win the first competition? Do you want to do this? Do you want to be on their radar? Whatever. So it's it was really interesting to hear that logic and it made absolute total sense mm -hmm. yeah i uh, i didn't even think of that being a strategy as being a long time big brother super fan i was always the one that was like i am throwing it i will not really? get in that position oh yeah i i mean in my, in my interview i was like throwing it first all the co first couple competitions i will be throwing i mean that was just the strategy that i had seen in so many years past work so i i didn't even put two and two together that that happened with Nicole Franzel where she won the first HOH. And like, there were so many instances where the first HOH was getting so far. And so when my season happened and I saw Tyler win the first HOH and see the position that it put him in and how well connected he was throughout the house. And then after the season was over, I went, wow, if I ever played this game again, I would probably try and win that first HOH. Oh, it's, for sure. It's incredible. I, I think I think that's such an interesting too take that you that you noticed that about Tyler as well because he obviously got. I mean, he didn't win, but he got very far. But yeah, um, I mean, you got to be very very smart. I feel like to win that first HOH, you got to be very good with your lies, with your deals, with everything because you're going to have everybody coming to you, and you really got to cover your bases, but do it in a way that's really strategic and smart. 
smart. And mm -hmm. that's really hard, I feel like. So, oh, for sure. So I kudos to people that win the first HOH. I feel like that's the hardest position to be in. And if you can outlast that and make it all the way to the end, Jesus Christ. Right. So. Well, because if you look at even going back to like 16, I'm pretty sure that Devin won. Maybe he didn't win the first HOH. No, but he won somebody. The, was he the second HOH? Maybe. maybe Which one did his daughter the, win? The second, the second HOH is a curse. It's the worst. Yeah, the not, curse. No matter what you do, if any anyone watching, if y'all go, if y'all go into the, the Big Brother house any time, whether it's next season, season after, whenever, do not don't. win the second HOH. Just don't do it. No. Like, you won't be the one that breaks the curse. It always ends bad. Like, Memphis was the second HOH this season. Jack was the HOH my season. Caitlin was the HOH yep. in Rachel's my season. season. Like, it, just, it, it always... That is and weird. I Caitlin, but she didn't go off your jury. I think yeah. it's just because I think it's just because like the first HOH, like everyone's kind of scrambling to get that person's like alliance and the alliances are like fresh and new. So they don't want to like like it's like too soon to like make waves and it just like all blows up in that person's face. And it's, it's way too soon to, to yeah. create wave. Yeah. And then it's you're the sort of in the, in the second one, you're sort of forced to make a decision. Now you're divide you're drawing a line in the sand. Exactly. As to yeah, everyone exactly. sort of like Everyone's just like running with the like chickens with their heads cut like, off. Like I, I remember my season. If I kept saying if I had won my second HOH, I was putting up Swaggy and Fessy, and I mean I was like gun ho about that for like two weeks in the house. I was like I'm putting up Swaggy and Fessy. I don't care, <laughs> and I was so angry, but I wasn't even thinking logically that maybe that wasn't the best. I mean, who knows yeah. looking back on it, but I was feeling very emotional during that second week. I remember, and I. I wanted to win HOH so bad and do like a big move like that or something. You know, I think the power or like the game kind of gets to you at that point when in the first HOH, maybe not as much, you know? Right. Definitely. It is interesting. People are saying in these comments, I didn't realize, you know, that first of all, Cody is the first winner. I think we already yes! said this one. Cody we broke the, the Ocho curse. curse. Yes! Which is, in, which is another interesting thing. And then also BB history was made that three people from the same season have won the game, which is 16, which is wow. ridiculous. But I mean, I really don't know. I worked, I worked BB on that. 16 had. Um, I worked on BB 16. Show, not, so I think it's all my, show. I think it's all my doing actually. It is you, Brad. Totally. Totally. It's, it's you and Frankie Grande's <laughs> social media mogulness <laughs> that, that irrevocably changed the game. Well, it is, what a it season is, that was. Yeah, I mean, it really, it's like, but this is what, this is what comes down from that too. I think that in, a big brother does not need to be defined by that season. Yes, it was a great season, but I think that we've, we've really been defining ourselves on that season. Like we've now seen this mob mentality come through that we've talked about you guys, you know, Rachel, Mark, and I have talked about all season that it's like, you know, now we're seeing these big alliances. We want these individual, this individual gameplay now. And I'm hoping that you know, in the next cycles of this show that that does end up happening. But I digress. Anyway, I want to ask about the jury because Kat, you like, I know that you were in jury and I want to know, do you think that the jury made uh, like in the round table before they got to the stage or anything, do you think that they had their mind made up? If the team, if like Cody was going, did you have your mind made up? Did you guys know what you who you're going to vote for? Yeah, I was never going to vote for Mickey. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, call, and call me bitter, but that's just how it was. Um, and I also I didn't know enough about Nicole's gameplay at the time that I could have given her my vote unless she just totally like that's kind of what we were all on the same page as we were like we all oh, pretty much everyone the entire summer. Um, 
every week that went by, people were always like, oh, Mickey's going to win. He's going to win, even though I hated that. Um, people were pretty much dead set on Mickey winning. And, of course, like also have to realize that injury for BB21, it was all completely made up of Grateful, the Grateful Alliance. Yeah. Except yep. for um, in the jury house, me and Jessica were the only ones that were outside of Grateful that were in the house. So whenever you have like all of Grateful in the house, influent, and then like me and Jessica that aren't in the house. So of course, like they're, the jury discussions are going to be a little bit heavily weighted on more of like going towards Holly and Mickey and uh, also, you know, when yep. Tommy was in the house and things like that. So I was really, really dead set on campaigning for Cliff. But I remember like being in tears in the house because I would like, I would be campaigning for Cliff so hard and it would like fall on dead ears and they would be like, you're so dumb. Like Mickey's the one that should win, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so it's a little frustrating. Um, so my jury in season 21, it was always going to go towards someone ungrateful, pretty much. What um, there was, there was the discussion that perhaps if Nicole like just blew us away in our final questioning, which I just didn't really see happening because it's only so much time that maybe she would have gotten some votes. But for the most part, it was going to be always, you know, Mickey first, Holly second, and then, yeah. What was the, what was the logic? Like, you know, we, we heard the jury say some things of, the, of their, their um, you know, the, the ways how they would vote um, or just the reasons that they would vote. Comp wins, you know, not like, you know, not getting on the block. What was, is that, what are some things, what is the most important thing do you think to the jury? Like even in your season or in this season, you guys weigh in. It really depends. Um, when I was in the jury, like both, I remember both Jack and Nick both were so infatuated by the fact that Mickey had won so many competitions. And I was always kind of like, y'all, it's not like if you like, if it's a competition game, then go on American Ninja Warrior or go on <laughs> like the challenge or like something that's like really heavily weighted on competitions. Like for me, I was a little bit more interested in the social game, which is why Holly got my vote in the end, because I kind of saw behind the scenes of how she was making a lot of the social decisions for Mickey. Um, but that's just an example of how it really depends on the juror. And like for me, because and of course, because I'm more of a social game player, um, of course, that's what I that's what I respect more than the competition wins. But then some people respect competition wins more. Um, so I guess, you know, this year with Cody, he was really a well-rounded player. He obviously had a great social game because he stayed off the block the whole time. And he also won the, he also beat the competition record. So he won a lot of comps. So he was just a well-rounded yeah. player. So when you look, kind of look at that, it's like, okay, he kind of covered all his bases with the jury. And he, yeah. didn't, and he didn't, he didn't really make anyone too mad. I don't think, right, except for Danny, she was pissed. But yeah, I I mean I agree. I had had I been in the jury, um I always <laughs> said I would have voted for Casey to win. Um just because I was personally closer with her in the house. She played and I always say like she played a very similar game to what the game that I wanted to play. We were playing very similar games, very out of the level 6 alliance. Myself and Casey probably were the most and Tyler were the most social and the most accepting and the most like running around to all different types of people and talking to them and making sure everyone felt comfortable um, and not excluding ourselves. Um, so it would have been difficult for me, I feel like in the end to choose. Um, but I feel like, you know, when you really look at it, Tyler lost his focus around the end and Casey really, um, I don't know, beasted it out in the end. I don't know. I went on a tangent yeah. there. But I, I wanted but Rachel, Rachel, it makes sense why you would gravitate toward Enzo in this season because of the way that he yeah. played the game. I mean, that's someone that 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 is a similar because I agree with you. I think there's a similar I think that I would try to play a similar game 
in that regard of just like being social and being, you know, like telling people, not necessarily telling people what they want to hear, but I would do that yeah. still. And like, just being able to like, just, just exist and never like what he said in his final plea. He was like, listen, no one was I ever a target of yours. Like I wanted everyone not to be mad at me. I wanted everybody to like me. That was this whole strategy and it worked flawlessly. It just didn't work well enough, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. So now that we have to, we've talked about the winner. We've talked about the runner up. We've talked about the blind side, the, the final blind side of the night. I want to know out of this season's cast, who did you guys want to win? Rachel? I Oh, Oh, go ahead. Either one. No, anybody. No, go, you go. Yeah, go ahead, Kev. I'm obsessed with Ian Terry. Like, I cannot get yes. him on my screen. Like, Mark. he is so likable. He's so well-spoken. But also, he's brilliant. Like, y'all, like, I'm obsessed with him. And also, I didn't know anything about him when the season started. Um, because there was, like, there was a handful of people this season that I had never met. Um, and I didn't really know that much about. Other than, like, you know, briefly just kind of knowing who they were. And... Um, I, and I'm researching him, and I find out that he's in Mensa, which means he's a genius. Um, he also can name like every Vic D in the Big Brother history from like season one to now, which is brilliant. Like he just is so quirky and likable, so I really liked him a lot um, from first episode on. With that being said, I wish that I would have seen him play a little bit more this season, so I would have been more like more uh, like I want more from him still. Like I like I. I, I have a Halloween costume that I dressed up as Ian Terry. I hope he doesn't think that's weird. But I just um, like, but I just like, was, he's one of the most, uh, what's the right word? He's one of the most like intriguing people that I've ever seen on my TV screen. And I need more. Uh, Kat, did you watch his initial season? <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen clips, so I haven't gone back. So you should go I've back seen, and watch well, his season. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, so I've seen all of his highlights. I've seen his highlight reel. I saw the iconic moment when he, a bit when, he, Boogie got evicted, and then his goodbye message to Boogie, and I was like, "Holy crap! This guy is a genius. He's an evil yeah. genius, but it's amazing." <laughs> but um, but I haven't gone back to watch all of the seasons yet. I've just watched like highlight clips because um, I don't watch much TV. So uh, I've been dedicating That's all crazy. my time to Big Brother 22. I know. So I've been dedicating all my time to Big Brother 22, and now um, I'm actually going to be launching a project, if you will. Uh, nice. You heard it yeah. here first, folks. Well, no, I've been teasing. I've been teasing. Oh, damn it! Come on, Bryce. Come on. But I'll tell y'all more about it. it so it's gonna be. Uh, I call it the BB Book Club. It might be called something else. Um, I don't know. But you know how like book clubs where like you like have your group and you all read the same book and you like mm -hmm. meet weekly to discuss it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. Do, yeah. So I want to do something like that, but it's like uh, for like Big Brother seasons. So like we start at Big Brother two and three and you know whatever and like every week we have to watch like you know I have I I'm, I think it's gonna be probably like five hours a week you watch so we can like condense it down to like a five or six week uh, program if you will um, but yeah so we can all just like watch a certain number of hours per week and then meet every you know same day every week to discuss what um, what we watched. I, That's I, I, super I don't know. smart. Yeah, but it's but it's gonna be a lot of fun because um because I want to watch all the seasons. I'm a new found like super fan. Like you know, I just didn't watch it before going on the show. Um, but so I'm gonna watch them regardless, and I don't want to watch them by myself. So um, I thought that maybe I would open it up to um you know the other people in the BB community. Um, and also I, there has to be a price on it, but I don't want to take the money for it. So it's all gonna be a donation towards the um I think it's I looked up the charity. Um, I did a lot of research on this. It's the uh, Brain and Behavior wow. Research Foundation. Um, 100% of proceeds that goes toward that 
that goes towards that uh, foundation are donated towards uh, scientific discoveries um, that uh, study anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, autism, ADD, ADHD, OCD, bipolar. So um, I don't know. So I thought it'd be pretty interesting because uh, I have a couple personal reasons for that as well. Yeah. As, um, it's like people, you know, I, I kind of noticed this season that a lot of people that were watching Big Brother, they kind of do it as like an escape from the real world. Um, myself included, because you know, like 2020 was tough. Like, I mean, yeah. it was like it's depressing as it's hell. Not over and yet. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I kind of noticed that a, there was a pattern in the people that were watching the live feeds and watching Big Brother, and they were kind of using it as like almost an escape from reality. And like, and I mean that in the best way. Like, but like, it was like something they were look for looking forward to every night. You know, they were watching the live feeds or. Um, and even after I got off the show, there was a lot of people that would message me and be like, watching you on the live feeds really got me through this struggle in my life. Mm. So, um, so I thought that that charity was a no brainer. Um, Absolutely. But I, yeah. So I'm super excited about it. I still have to kind of nail down all of the, all of the um, details, but I'm going to Mexico for the next month. So <laughs> don't bother me. Ooh, la la. But, but when I get back, so I'm going to work on that while I'm there. And then when I get back, I'm going to launch that and we'll start with season two and go on. I so. think it's especially awesome That's that like, you have, that you have something that is, you know, uh, that deals with mental health too, because I yeah. think a lot yeah. of people, I mean, especially being quarantined and sequestered in that house for so long. I mean, it has to mm -hmm. mess with your psyche. You know, again, I know exactly. that you, you and Rachel have obviously lived it and Mark and I have not, but it just, I mean, it, it's very apparent in, in um the like just in the show as a whole mm -hmm. um oh, and that's I do, a great that's oh, a ahead, great sorry, great idea for Thank to have you. super fans in training yeah. as well yeah and i want to everyone so even if someone is a super fan they can still join in if they want to like learn you know go back learn. and launch but true yeah and i want to extend the co-chair of the ian terry fan club to you as well uh, <laughs> we can serve together on the board of directors uh, you have to put a dinosaur in your bio or a dinosaur oh. in your name obviously i'm obviously. no i'm in i'm in no so i am a millennial but i consider myself to be gen z because i'm very immature but um, no, like I have, like, I have. I was never bar mitzvah. I'm still technically a, a teenage boy. So. No, so I'm in like little. I'm in like Ian Terry fan club group chats on Twitter, where we just like sit there and like we'll like we'll like you know send like photos or like fan cams every once in a while. But we also like talk about other stuff. Like it's really fun. <laughs> Kat, I really, really commend you on your um, ability to connect with your audience and everything that you do. Because, like, when I got out of the house, I had so much anxiety. I couldn't – I I was so upset and I had so much anxiety. I could not get my thoughts together on the, like, my next steps, like a podcast and, and everything that you've been doing. So I, like, commend you so much on everything that you're doing oh, right you. now. Because, I appreciate that. That's something that I wanted. I wanted to do after the show, but I was so woohoo! I was just in another world. I was so upset. So, um, and that I just I'm I'm happy for you, and that's like a really oh, great you. cause, cause yeah, that you're doing. Think, and, and your podcast is is I love the theme of yes. your podcast and everything. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think this uh, viewer comment MK son. Uh, really empathizes with how Rachel felt mm -hmm. when she left the oh, Big But I want to shout out that we have over a hundred people watching the show right yes. now. Thank you guys for watching. Most, this everyone. is the most people we've ever had watching the show. So thank you guys so well, much for watching. None of those bitches better steal my idea about the BB Book Club. 
Oh my god, wow, now we have even you. more. We have 124 <laughs> you, people watching. Oh my god. You have you have documented evidence of, of first use. <laughs> yes, I you. pretend thank to you. be a lawyer sometimes, so <laughs> you're good. Well, I want to ask yeah, you guys. NDA for right. everybody. Before we yeah. before we move on to to our uh, to a fun little segment that I want to do, I want to know what was the I mean, as in a season of predictability, what was your favorite moment or a thing that happened this season? Kat, why don't you go first? Or do you need a minute? <laughs> God, I don't even. Um, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll, yeah, okay, this is kind of easy for me. Okay, so um, I'm a friend of David Alexander. You know, we played on the same season, my season, um, and we got really yes, close and you to also, house. you also cried when he did not get back into Camp Comeback. I, was, so. I know, I was, I was really sad, like, because I knew how bad he wanted to play the game. And he was my, well, he was in the house. He was my best friend. And, um, and maybe like we talked a little bit of game, but of course he was in camp comeback. But sometimes when you're in the house, it just helps to have like that, um, you know, like that, like, like best friend, that friendship. That's another reason why Jessica Milagros was so close with me because, you know, game aside, she was like a personal friend to me. So, um, so of course I wanted to see him play the game. Um, so it was a lot of fun seeing him come back and play this season. And, um, even like, as like, like, of course, like people will rag on him for not knowing the game or for you know whatever they you whatever you all see people rag on him for. But uh, but I think he brought a lot of entertainment. I think it was fun kind of seeing him like um, make his way through the game as like the most like inexperienced person there. Um, so that was definitely a highlight from the season for me. Um, That's great. I also, of course, I love that. I, and then I like, got the same account. Like I did love seeing a lot of the like old school Big Brother players back because it um, made me kind of like go back and research their previous games and find like keep for instance Keisha um, I and I know I'm gonna I, know I sound like a total <laughs> at least you got her name right <laughs> well yeah but, but for instance, I hadn't I had never seen Keisha's birthday before like I didn't know that whole like the whole storyline behind that so like once you know she was in the Big Brother house and that uh, you know that kind of like caused me to go back and research season 10 and the whole Keisha's birthday ever you know everything so it, I think just like the whole like a mix of players this season definitely allowed my newfound love of Big Brother to grow even more absolutely Rachel what about you what was your favorite moment or thing uh, that I- <laughs> it's hard it's hard it's extremely hard flow I, I mean, I will say what was really cool for me was to see Janelle and Kaser back together mm-hmm. and to see that relationship and just how just how great of friends and the great bonds that Big Brother can bring and the great friendships that Big Brother can, can bring and the fact that they hadn't seen each other in so long and were able to reconnect in the house. I think that was really cool. I would have loved, I would have loved to have seen Janelle won that HOH against Tyler oh, and God. that would have completely just give us one week, one week of Janelle and Kaser in power. Why would have been like, why couldn't it be Davon or like, Davon? The Davon week. I mean, I don't get it. I it don't was understand. that, and then I would say um, one of the best moments was Nicole getting cut at the end because that was the most unexpected moment of the season because yeah. everything else has been so expected, and that's what sucked about this All Star season was that we were expecting cutthroat gameplay and. And you know this, and I mean, we were just expecting so much more, and what we got was not what we expected. But we <laughs> the season. I have to, I have to say because I that was going to be mine. I just I cannot get over how good of a move that was, even though it wasn't even that great if you really think about it. But I think the fact that <laughs> Nicole and Cody, 
Well, I think that I think Nicole and Cody were just so close that it just is like it was almost unfathomable that he would do that. Like, there's no way. I mean, all of us thought there's no way Enzo. I thought after last week, there is not a chance in hell that Enzo is going to ever be in the final two. That was really surprising to me. And I think that that was such an amazing moment. And I think he made the absolute right decision. Obviously, he wanted he did a perfect game. And I don't think he would have had that had Nicole been sitting next to him. So, Mark, I want to turn it to you, though. What was your favorite moment? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, topping it would be Ian being reunited with his hammock. Uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> yes. I know. Every, yeah. every Ian, everything. Like, yeah. he's just like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. And it's not like, don't, like, don't think that I'm, like, thirsting after him, but I'm not. But he's, like, the most wholesome character like he i don't know i just wanted to see him succeed at all costs okay well Kat, yeah Kat, I, 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 well i had i had one more oh wow uh enzo not be not being able to get over the fact that he heard someone laugh for like oh. the last like five oh, segments of the show every time that they cut back into the house cody's like dude they were not laughing at you you gotta understand it was like i don't know yo i heard people laughing that was hilarious that that reminded me of like do y'all remember like the obama and biden memes like at the end this is my second time bringing up obama so i'm not trying to get political (laughs) but like are you cursing over no no, but you know i remember at the end of obama's presidency when like the obama biden memes that were so weird by the way but they were so like like it was like Obama like trying to like talk Biden off the ledge, like you know you know what I'm talking about? Uh, it was like yeah, those memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know like that like that scene was like exactly like what those memes were. Like Cody was like, "Nah, man, like you're cool. like trying to talk him off the ledge." He's like, "No, I just don't know, yo." Like, and it was just really yeah. Funny. It's like take a beat, Rachel. Were you gonna? What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm also an e- Ian Terry stan. I just do want to say no imposter. No, you're no, I am. I'm a. I, I we're the not- chair people of the fan club no, down here. I did here. not like the way that he played this season because he didn't play. Listen, honey child. Um, he, there is there is a moment in the house that I will never forget from his season, so go back and watch it, Cap, where he literally is walking room to room and it's like sniffing stuff and like sitting on things because he is so in awe of the fact he's in the Big Brother house. Like, he oh, is, I did see was, that. Please it is literally the cutest thing. And then I'm laughing at the fact that when Julie Chen was like, oh, if you want to be on Big Big Brother 23, put in your application. And then he was there going. <laughs> <laughs> he was shaking his head no as if this is the most traumatic thing to ever happen to somebody. And it's not, guys. Okay? It's not traumatic. <laughs> We're okay. We're okay. We're going to twist. Well, that's kind of it. But, no, I'm kidding. You know, okay. it's, still, it's still great. I loved my experience on Big Brother. All right, yeah. Kat. Wait, I want. I do have a little. I want to play a little game with you. You've oh. got. You've gotten close with a lot of BB alumni, and so I thought it would okay. be fun to ask you like a rapid fire, real quick segment. Oh, okay. um, that would be fun to ask you with, with who you would both conspire with and against in a segment I'm calling Cat's co-conspirators. Oh, I love Woo! that. Okay. Okay. So real quick, I think I know the answer to this first one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you were in the BB yeah. house, this is just with the cat current with the BB 22 cast. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. If you were in the BB house and everyone was single, who would you love to conspire with in a show? Oh, David, are you kidding? David. David. Oh. 
Yeah, Daniel, you're so hot. I'm not even going to say Ian. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, Ian's marriage material. I said if everyone's single. No, me and Ian, but no, but me and Ian are platonic. Okay. David, on the other hand, we're not platonic. We're... Okay, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, now, right, so David, I, I don't know, I, I can't explain, I can't explain the, like, the love that I have for you. It's not a sexual thing. David, on the other hand, it is a sexual thing. Okay, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. Okay, all right, who would you, who would be your main target? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so, just... If, so I have a theory that if I were to go into the Big Brother house this season, I would have won um, for a variety of reasons. But All right, as far down. as who my target would be, so and I hate to even say this because I'm, here I am saying that I'm like, that I am uh, a huge Ian Terry stand. But if I were to win the first HOH, which I would have to do because I want to win the game, Right. Um, first rule of order is I would have put up both Ian Terry and Nicole Franzel because it would have been a no-brainer because they're both the only two former winners in the house. I, I would literally just say like, hey, like there's two former winners. There's two spots on the block. I'm going to put you both up because I only want to compete against like at the most one former winner. Um, so I would that's like to think that. I, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's how I was assuming it was going to go because I felt like that was the smartest and like the most obvious decision. Um, yeah. So as far as like where I would go from there, um, I did I mean, I, I had talked to Nicole a little bit in the past because I'd been on our podcast before. I'd followed her on Instagram. Ian, I didn't have as much of a background. So I'm not sure if I would have been as obsessed with him being in the house with him as I was watching him on my TV screen. So I don't know who would have, who would have, uh, Gone home, you know, you made it out alive. Yeah. But, yeah. but it wouldn't have been anything I'm like, because I really, there's other people in the house I would have been uh, aligned with more than them. Okay. All right. So if you had, if you had won the safety suite, who would you have saved? Oh, um, so my get so it would have been tricky because I pride myself in my ability to float. I'm never going to ever be like a majority alliance kind of person. So I don't know who I would have chosen at that uh, at that point because a lot of my um, strategy of why I would have won Big Brother 22 huh, is because I'm close <laughs> enough with Derek and Dan that I would have been included in the pregame alliance. So I would have been good on that side of the house. But then I also really love Janelle. I would And I would have been Janelle's bitch. Like I literally <laughs> would have been her bitch. So, I, so of course like her and then also Bailey's my girl too. So I would have been cool with that side of the house. You know, David and Nicole. I, I guess realistically speaking, I probably... I probably would have chosen either David or Nicole just because I could have used yeah. the Nicole whole like, Anthony, oh, Nicole like, Anthony or Nicole Franzel. Yeah. Oh, Nicole Anthony. Just because I could have just because I could have used the excuse of, oh, we were on the same season. I probably would have used it on no, David. Good idea. I would have used it on this David. Is good. Yeah. I no, y'all, trust me, I would have won. I've thought about it so much. Um <laughs> and I guess honestly, if I was in the house, Nicole Franzel wouldn't have been there because they because they're not gonna have like more than like two girls from BB twenty one. So I would use it on David and just been like, oh, like, you know. You mean Nicole Anthony. I, and Nicole Anthony, whatever. <laughs> Nicole, they're all the same. Nicole, whatever. No, so um, no, so I would have used it on David and I would have said, because he, I felt like he got the raw end of the deal during my season. So this was me extending the olive branch to him and giving him safe, you know, so 
Yeah. So I would have survived like that. I had no, no blood on my hands, nothing off my back on my way to a win. Well, I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. And this is, this has been Kat's co-conspirators. Wow. Rachel, were you holding it. up, were you holding up a giant number two? Are you saying that this season was shit? No. Or, oh, okay. Oh, actually, is I mean, I guess we could go there, but no. <laughs> okay, I yeah, happened just, to have this in here, I'm and, I was, trying, trying and I was like, ooh, this is nice and shiny. I'll put that in the camera. So. <laughs> okay, uh, all right, before we get to our final thoughts, it was announced today by longtime host and friend of the show, you know I had to put that in there, Julie yeah, Chan Moon, yeah. guys, that Big Brother has officially been renewed <laughs> for a 23rd season. <laughs> Thank you for getting the joke, Rachel. Wait, what? Oh, God. Wait, what say it again. Say, say it again. I said it was announced today by longtime host and friend of the show, <laughs> Julie Ken Moonves, that Big Brother has officially been renewed for a 23rd season, hopefully bowing in the summer of 2020. Julie has signed a new deal to return to the reality series next year as well. Are you guys, first of all, Rachel, are you excited <laughs> by the news? And what do you hope, what is one thing that you hope changes before the show returns next summer? What I hope changes, I hope that we have more diversity in the cast, um, you know, like BB Canada is doing right now. They're, um, you know, having more, you know, people from all different kinds of back backgrounds. I want to see people from all different kinds of background come on, uh, you know, BBUS and not just stick with the same stereotypical format of characters that they always do each year. I mean, I'm glad they did it my year because I got on, but let's, <laughs> yeah. let's look forward. You're selling yourself short, by the way, but. Let's look forward and, um, you know, have more, what is the word, more, a more inclusive uh, type Inclusivity. of Inclusivity. And yeah. yeah, more inclusive. Diversity. Yeah. And so I want yeah. more diversity in the cast uh, com coming up and um, let's just have no hot bitches. That would be great. <laughs> So that means See, I'd like, can, can reign supreme. I'd like yes, more exactly. adversity in that, no. I want no hot bitches you? with nice bodies. <laughs> um, so next season is going to be kind of weird for me because I feel like, um, and actually I think Rachel, you might be, you or, or Elena or maybe both, um, like while y'all were like giving me advice for like my post to BB life, maybe I'll even touch on this because I forget who it was exactly what told me, but um, this season that you watch after your show is especially hard because hard. because you yeah. see the person that's like your same typecast and yeah. you're like oh that should be me or oh yeah, that, you, like, I, yeah. like, I should be better and then especially like if some if the audience likes them more than you then it's like it's yeah. like you're watching your replacement you or um, mine ugh, you or mine i hate yeah. that uh, every time i would watch cat like oh she's the funny one oh, okay. but i liked but, you i actually really liked you i wasn't like jealous okay. or like anything like that i actually really liked you i can confirm that you. she actually really loved you and i did was yeah. like, i was obsessed with you you were obsessed oh, and we we went to the finale last year rachel and i did and the first we, interview i did yeah, yeah and rachel was like i am interviewing cats yeah <laughs> i was i don't well, even I remember, remember you, all you got me right away I grabbed, um, you were the first one I grabbed. I was like psychotic. I was like, I am interviewing Kat <laughs> But you um, were like, Rachel, like you guys, it, it was cool. Like Kat, if you ever get to do that too, because I think it was so fun to see Rachel, like everybody lit up when they saw you, Rachel. They that like, was like the coolest thing Oh my God, ever. it's Rachel, Kat, it's I'm Rachel. I'm sure you'll get that chance again, but I'm sure so. you'll get the chance, but to yeah, do the backyard interviews. Kind of, yeah. But like, that like, was so cool. I have my backyard interviews on Monday, but it's like, I'll be, I'll be chilling here. On my yes. on my live, like you know, it's not the same. But, but like um, backyard interviews in there is like a totally that was I know that was a crazy experience. I for me know. To be there last I wish year. That, yeah. maybe next year, if I'm not in the house. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theorists. We're doing another All Star season. Mark, what about you? What do you want? That being said. Oh, sorry. Um. So this season, especially being an All Star season, was I felt like it was a really easy transition for me because I wasn't watching these new house guests play the game. I was watching like, yeah, I was watching these like iconic players that you know love them or hate them. Like it was, I felt like it kind of like allowed me to like adopt a love for the game. Um, so it was really, I don't know, I feel like it was a nice transition into what could have been maybe a little bit traumatic. Yes, yes, I agree. I had a hard time, I feel like, during when I was yeah, doing the and that, But that's what I hear from everybody. Um, but as far as, like, what I want to see different, um, I mean, of course, like, as Rachel said, more diversity. You know, being in 2020, it's important that we have everyone represented on our television screens. Um, and of course like that's what is what should be at the forefront of everyone's mind while casting for big brother 23 um at the same time i also want to make like i want them to i i want to see a season where the alliances are equal where it's not the one alliance that's like taking over the whole game like in season 20 i felt like that was a fun season because the power was kind of shifting from week to week um i don't know i would like to see maybe more of a power shift next season with some diverse players all right mark go ahead what do you think what do you hope changes no i agree i think the makeup of the cast should be representative of reality uh outside of the house uh but also i'd I'd like to see you know some of the more classic endurance comps come back Uh, i did like the triple eviction twist that was that was kind of neat i wish it would have been executed a little more stealthily (laughs) I think um, they probably wish that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think they, they have a good thing going. But like you know, like you were saying earlier, Bryce, that whole voting with the house, that mob mentality, that's got to go. So yeah, I know it's boring to watch. There's, there's got to be a way for them to, to incentivize breaking away from, from the pack. So they'll, well, they'll think of something. Grodner is, is very very smart yeah. no but she is but why didn't she rig it for janelle and Kaser? <laughs> oh also wait wait, wait hold on. well after they pushed helen they couldn't risk it anymore they need to this is what they need to do next year okay they need to cast people that know nothing about big brother nothing haven't seen a season don't know don't know how toxic Twitter is. Don't know nothing about no backlash. They literally just go in and go, oh, wait, I'm going to be on a national television. <laughs> That's what they need to do. And then yes. all of a sudden, we're going to see people saying horrible stuff. I mean, this is kind of vindictive of me and kind of mean at the same time. But I really want to see people who literally know nothing about this show. Maybe throw in like one or two people who know something. But I think the more dumb, the better. The I dumber, like that. the better. No, I agree. And the higher ratings. Well, and I just just to say what you guys were saying, also just to agree with you, I think definitely diversity and some more inclusion. But I also think that I saw this on Twitter too. I can't I can't take credit for this, but someone posted, someone said on Twitter, I can't remember who it is, but that the you should try to incentivize people to use the POV because it was only used first of all, it was only used once this season. Yes, I saw somebody and, and too. it oh. was that was really interesting to me because there's really Erica, no reason. Erica, to, okay, thank you, Erica, thank you, Erica, because she BB two, BB two. I believe okay, so she said that it should be she said that there should be more incentives to use the POV. And I think that's really smart because what is the point of that if you're just always gonna keep the noms the same? Anyway, I, I, I digress. But okay, now I'd like to end the show with final thoughts. So Kat, this is a segment that we do. We uh, what are what are your last words on 
Big Brother All-Stars. Rachel, let's start with you. Oh, okay. Um, my last words for Big Brother All-Stars is at least we got a season. Um, not the season we all expected, but at least we had a little bit of a bang of an ending. And <laughs> you know what? It was, we had a season. We had a season. <laughs> it, was television. it was television. It was television. It was, Kat, what about you? Um, so, uh, I have not. I have not gotten all my thoughts together on this exactly. I was gonna make a statement, but then, it, but then at the same time, I'm like, who the fuck do I think I am? I'm like a washed up alumni that no one recognizes Whatever. anymore. But no. But at the same time, um, this season. Yeah, you so got us how many views? How many views? Yeah, you got us the most. You're the conspiracy queen. No, I never said. Okay. I never said I wasn't relevant. I just <laughs> not like washed up in the fact that I've aged a lot this season. But, um, but with that being said. This season was so special to me, maybe even more so than my season that I played because it was so much fun being able to uh, not only cover the season on my podcast, but also like tweeting with everybody on Twitter and like being a part of the BB community on you know Twitter, Reddit, everything. Um, like as I touched on earlier, uh, 2020 has been so tough on everybody. Um, and I felt like Big Brother was a nice distraction away from the stresses of the world, the like craziness of the world, the un uncertainty of the world, um, that it really like, it kind of was like, there were some days as we got, as I'm sure, you know, everyone can relate to, there's some days that you, you aren't, you know, you, you're not feeling your best. You're not feeling happy. You're not feeling like, you're like, what's the purpose of today? Cause I'm just going to sit at home like during the middle of the pandemic and do what? But like, yeah. I feel like big brother had so, they brought so much happiness to my life every single day, whether it was like tweets that people were tweeting me or conversations that I was having about the game, whether I was agreeing with people or disagreeing. I don't know, I, it, was, it was really fun to be a part of the conversation. So thank you for everyone for entertaining me on Twitter and everything. Cause they really like, they, people don't even realize it, but it brought such a light to my life and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. That's a great answer. All right, Mark, that's final great. thoughts. Yeah. Well, like, you know, like they said, <clears throat> It's a great, great thing that we actually had a season and it was nice to escape from reality <laughs> with reality television. Um, yeah, hopefully hopefully next season is a little bit better. I mean, not, to, not saying that the season was bad, but it was, uh, it, it dragged a little bit, but it was it was great to have it, great to see that they found a way to make it work in the, the crazy COVID time. And yeah gonna miss doing the show even though we have one more episode after this special episode tomorrow with nicole anthony but yeah we have fun. one yeah we do have a special so episode we well, have a special episode yes that's what i was gonna say i mean you i you cat you made me change my answer i mean i was obviously grateful for this show but i think it's been so fun to, to be a part of being uh you know being a part of the conversation and like being able to do the show with you with you guys and everybody and so i think that it's been fun and to fun it's fun to see everybody doing their own stuff there's a ton of like what i'm about i'm just i just should go into the the ending thing but i mean <laughs> there's a ton of different big brother podcasts and stuff and i think that it's awesome that like you've come on our show we've had other people that have been on our show you know that that have podcasts and it's so cool that everyone's so supportive of everybody else so i really mm -hmm. have to you know shout out to to, to you guys for making this happen. It was just, it's been awesome. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. But I also am glad again, that we had a season and that it ended, you know, the way that it did with a little bit of fun. But anyway, <laughs> that, then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead this this is officially the longest podcast we've ever had, but yes. with the most, I, with always, the most no, I always talk, I talk so much, I can't stop. Everyone, no, every podcast I, I'm on, people, you know, every podcast I'm on, people are like, this is the longest podcast. Like, 
It's almost three hours. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we love it. We're so happy that you came. But that's our show. Once again, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also subscribe and follow us on Apple, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching Outside the House in the search bar. Make sure you're following the show on Instagram at From Outside the House and on Twitter at Outside BB House for all off-season content and updates on our coverage of BB23. This may be our season finale, but as Mark, but as Mark said, we're not quite finished yet. Tune in tomorrow night for an exclusive interview with Big Brother All-Star Nicole Anthony as we recap the entire season with someone who is inside the house. Once again, thank you, Kat, so much for being here. You thank you, Kat. Thanks for having me. You can follow her at Kat Dunn on Instagram and at It's Catherine Dunn on Twitter. And just because BB22 is over does not mean her podcast is going anywhere. So please check it out. Subscribe and follow the Conspire Away Bitches podcast on all streaming platforms. Is there anything else aside from your BB book club that you would like to promote? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> You're at a loss for on. words. I'm at a loss for No, I, no it's, just you, it's just you. I think you got it all covered. I'm trying to think. Um, I have merch. You can buy that if you oh. want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm not no, quitting, but sure. I am. But uh, no, just like, I don't know. Yeah, you cover all bases. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> thank you for coming. And finally, on behalf of the Outside the House team, I just want to take a minute, once, like I said before, once again, to thank everybody who's watched, commented, followed along with us this season. We know there are a lot of different Big Brother after shows out there, and we are so fortunate that you gave ours a chance. We really... Uh, you really are the reason that we do this and you make it all worthwhile. So thank you so much. And please, please follow along with us, even yeah. if you are off season. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for our exclusive season wrap up interview with Nicole Anthony. Rachel, do you have anything you would like to add? No, just subscribe um, because we will be back next year. I know we're just Big Brother related, but we will be back next year. So subscribe so that you can get notified when we go live next year. And Mark, anything? <laughs> Well, to, to echo on what Bryce said, we know you have a lot of choices when it comes to Big Brother podcasts. And we'd like to thank you for flying with Outside the House. <laughs> and you can all exit to, to the right flight. and get the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your bag of peanuts. Get out of here. All right. Thank from you. Outside the Big Brother House, this has been Outside the House. We will see you next summer. Good night. Good night, everyone. Outside the House is produced by me, Bryce McClay, Mark Herman, and Rachel Swindler. It is recorded remotely at various coordinates outside the Big Brother house.